Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. My name is Yolanda, your host. Thank you for tuning in. I know I don't sound very chipper and I'm going to tell you all why I don't sound very chipper. Don't you know I'm sitting here and I'm talking, I'm recording the episode. I got the camera going. I'm just talking and I something something said glance over at the um, the rollcaster, the actual board that I use to record and see how many minutes you've been on. And I look over and I realize that the record button is not on. So yes, the camera was rolling. I've recorded it, but clearly it won't be the same episode because I try to do the YouTube and the podcast uh, audio at the same time. And so I had to start all the way over. I don't even know how many minutes I was in. It seemed like a very long time. So I'm really mad at myself because I am super tired tonight. It has been a very long week for me. And this show almost happened. And I know what you're thinking. Yolanda, you always say that because it always happens. <laughs> I don't have it together all the time. I am human. And y'all know I'm going to be transparent. Things don't ever planned out some plan out sometimes how you want it to, but you got to keep it going. I try to keep myself um, on track with what I said I'm going to do and I fight through it no matter what. And even though sometimes it may not be the best quality, I don't want to put out stuff that's not of of decent quality, but I think it's more important for me and my journey and where I'm at to be consistent. And I think the more I am consistent, then the better that I will become. So, uh, here I am (laughs) after messing up so bad. So how have you all been? Again, my week has been busy. All has been, um, well though, despite, what is going on in the streets, uh, street talk? You know what? I don't know. I've been bombarded with just uh, my news feed kind of dealing with money. And I, y'all know how the whole um, spyware works. That's what I'm going to call it. And that anytime you've been looking or researching a topic, now all of a sudden, all the ads, all the videos, all these things keep coming up. So the last, I want to say maybe three church ses- sessions um, that I've been attending have been about finance. So I don't attend church in person, not quite yet. Not because I'm like still this COVID person, like, oh my God, you know, I don't want to be around people. No, it's just my laziness and I know I need to do better. So that's another topic for another day. Don't worry, God got me. I don't need y'all to tell me I need to go. Um, But yeah, so I just joined live um, and then I, I listen in. So anyway, it's been about like getting your money together. So now everything I see has been about this and it's just been all of these different guys on their podcast and they've been talking about how they live a scam life. And when I hear scam, I'm thinking like, okay, they are uh, using fake credit cards and getting people like that Nigerian romance scam where you're asking people to send you money, you make them fall in love. And it's like, oh, I needed this. And the people, women or men or whatever, send you money. Mm -mm. 
They just mean putting on a front. So now you're going to a club, you're buying bottles, you're spending two, three hundred dollars in VIP sections and doing all these things all so that other people can see that you're doing this and so that they assume that you live this certain lifestyle. And so this guy was transparent and he was just like, you know, I didn't have I live with my mom. I was in a position that I could do that. So all along, I'm looking like I got it. I'm, I'm fronting for these girls and these guys and I really don't have it. So it was just all in like, what are we doing as a society and why do we feel like we have to let people know or people need to see that we can do? Like, what is it about it? Because a lot of times the people that are fronting the most actually don't have it. And what it is, what is it about us that sometimes we will go broke to impress people? I don't know if you guys heard of this guy named Anthony O'Neill, but he was on one of those reality shows. I think they had him as the guest host and he got uh, kind of went viral for making a statement that he wasn't going to pretty much spend money on a, a girlfriend who's temporary. Like I'm not going to spend money on tryouts because this isn't like the real thing. But anyway, I'm quoting him absolutely wrong, but I'm pretty sure you can Google his name and find out what he said. But he went kind of viral for that. And his father attends the church that I, I watch live. And so the pastor brought him in to do a spill on financial literacy because he used to work with Dave Ramsey. So him working with Dave Ramsey, he, um, now he's doing it like his own uh, financial literacy kind of campaign or trail. He's written some books. He has his own podcast as well, goes on all of these talk shows. So he did a presentation uh, slash preaching at, at the church. So it was very insightful. All of us could do a, a better job at managing our finances. And I think it's important to just like this guy on the podcast kind of look at yourself and see, well, what is it that I am spending my money on that I probably don't care about spending my money on, but I want to be seen by other people by the certain thing. Now, I can't really, um, I can't really relate to that. I think that depending on your upbringing, I, you know, I was just happy to have, I buy what I like, to be honest. Sometimes that may be something expensive and sometimes it's not. Even when I buy something expensive, I think it's very country for it to be uh, labeled. And what I mean by that, like logo, like I don't like Fenty because, uh, and I said Fenty, I mean Fendi, <laughs> thinking about Rihanna, uh, or like Louis Vuitton bags and all that stuff. I cannot stand to see something where all of that, you know, logo across, it screams, look at me, I bought something that is luxury and I want you to see it. And I feel like people who really do really wear expensive things who spend on a daily basis. Not like I bought this one piece 15 years ago and I wear the same bag and rotate it. Or even if I got three bags, but I bought, you know, someone got it, gifted it for me and I'm just like recycling. No, I'm talking about people who live that life. Nine times out of 10, you would never even know that a lot of their things are expensive or they're wearing designers that aren't your Gucci, your Louis and all that stuff. I'd rather buy a Gucci shirt that didn't say Gucci across or that didn't have the G's or that Louis Vuitton that didn't have it. I'd buy a bag that you had to open it up to look into it to see that it's a Louis because I'm just not into that screaming at you logo. Like, please see me. I just don't like it. It just kills me softly. Um, I don't, I just don't. And yes, there are other 
kind of like step down luxury or not luxury, but kind of name brand like Ralph Lauren and his little pony. That's subtle. That's something small. It's not like screaming. Now he does make some clothing that has that like all over. And again, I just think it's country. That's just my opinion. Everybody may not think the same. And I know we all have our vice that we all have that thing that we, we do so that it says, I want people to see that I got it. And people know they do it because it's like, man, I'm going to pull up in this. I want them to see me driving this car, man. I, I just want, oh, where you got that from? When you get that? Um, I don't care enough about what people think to feel like that. So I just, girls who be like, I got to get my nails done every two weeks. You can tell, and this is just me, guys, and I promise you, I in no way want to offend anybody. But I don't like it to see where... Um, you're so focused on your outer appearance, but you so need to work on your inner inner self. That meaning your attitude, that means your spirit, you need to work on your health, all of those inner things that no one sees. But to me, that's the core of who you are. And that's what needs to be authentic. And then you should worry about that other stuff. I don't care that your nails are done and that you keep your hair done on a regular basis. Those things aren't important to me. And are they really important to you? Yeah, we want to be well um, manicured and we want to be presentable. But sometimes that doesn't cost that much. That's not my vice. Um, I don't like to get my nails done. So I don't feel like I need to do it. So everybody else can say, oh, she gets her nails done on a regular basis. I can't stand getting like fake nails put on. I don't like the heavy feeling. I don't like having to navigate around my daily tasks because I have these long nails. And I know people be like, well, you get used to it. I don't want to get used to it. I just think I it's I don't want to. All right. I want the less restrictive lifestyle as possible. And I just think that's crazy. I can't stand all that click clackety, you know, with the nails. I don't like all of that noise. I also don't like jewelry. It's not that I can't afford jewelry. I don't like stuff on me. So I don't like to feel uh, it took me forever to get used to wearing my wedding rings. I just don't like stuff on me. Same thing with necklaces. I wear earrings and that's about it. And I don't even like the dangly kind. I like hoops because they're usually lightweight and they don't touch you much. But some, I wear some dangly ones because I'm trying to like get outside of my box. But when you start getting all fancy and they heavy and they dangly, that's just too much for me. But that's just me. Again, you can't be in other people's pockets. You can't think just because they don't wear it, they can't afford it. People just choose not to. Also, it doesn't mean that I can't afford a luxury car because I drive my little Camry now because my Camry is paid for and I can get another luxury car because I don't have a car payment. However, is that really important to me for you to see that I can afford a Mercedes or for you to see that I can afford a Lexus or whatever it is that you're getting? I don't care enough about it. Now, I know I got to get a new car because my son's getting older. He's going to need one. And it's either you get them a used car or you give them your car that you know is tried and true and you trust it. And then you get yourself a new car. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to buy a car, whether it's for him or me at some point. And I don't know what it won't, what it's going to be, but at the end of the day, it definitely won't be because somebody else won. Now we all have our, Ooh, my dream car, but that's a dream car. And I would only get it if I can afford it. And at the end of the day, it definitely won't be based on what somebody else thinks. To be honest, I actually like them Broncos. That is really nice to me because I like the rugged look. So ultimately a G wagon would be what I want. But if I don't get one, I like the shape of that. I like the ruggedness of it. And so whether it would have to be a Jeep whether it would be a Bronco, it would be something rugged because that's just what I'm into right now. But my, my tastes change every so often. So back to 
uh, church and Anthony O'Neill. So he wanted everyone to put things into perspective. Like, again, why is it that people are making this money, but yet they're still living check to check? And why is it that the majority of the consumers for uh, Mercedes are like black? And why do and it's mostly about black people and how we just kind of mismanage our money for the sake of the show off for the sake of I got a, a pair a new pair of Jordans to match every outfit that when I go when we go somewhere then this always trips me out too. you go out of town on vacation and you buy new clothes as if the people on the vacation have seen your old clothes <laughs> they haven't now granted we like to take pictures but at the end of the day you don't take pictures every day so normally we only take pictures when we're wearing outfits for special occasions I'm pretty sure you got plenty of things you've uh you have in your closet that you have haven't taken a picture in so at the end of the day you might get one nice piece because maybe on that vacation you may be going to some sort of gala or some sort of dinner that night but to sit there and say you're gonna buy a whole new wardrobe just because you're going out of town sometimes can be a bit much because it's not that serious at the end of the day Uh, but that's what we do and why are we doing that do we want it to be like I got on all these brand new clothes we want to feel brand new I don't know I honestly don't know what it is uh but it's a mindset and it's a mentality. And we all, of course, learned about credit when we came up. And even though we probably didn't abide by it and, and didn't do what we were supposed to, especially not in college, signing up for credit cards and getting refund checks and all these different things. But he, uh, Anthony O'Neill, that is, talked about having a debt-free life and just being cash liquid so that you don't owe anybody. You don't have any type of debt, not even you paying for a mortgage, because technically that's still not your house. You still owe the bank because if you don't pay the bank that mortgage, they will come take that house. So that is not your house. So just kind of sinking into that uh, reality and honestly, uh, the concept of the show and f- the frankly, the fact of the matter of it is, we need to face our finances. That's what this is about. And I am no expert to tell you how to face your finances, but I am here to say that we need to put it in perspective and that it is now time for all of us to take a look in that mirror and say, what is it that I can do better and how can I set my family up for success? And not just your family in the here and now, but what happens when you're no longer here? And although we don't like to talk about that, it is important to say what's going to happen the afterlife. So we got to try to figure that out. And I myself know that I want my son to be in a better situation than I was. I don't want my kids to have to suffer the way I did and had to get it from the mud. Everybody ain't got to get it out the mud. We don't have to live that life and and feel like our kids, well, I got mine, so they're going to have to get theirs. You can set them up so that they don't have to struggle. And nobody said they have to be handed something, but you can set them up so that even if they need you, you have it to where they could they can get it from but a lot of times we're not thinking about that like he said we're living check to check sometimes a lot of people don't have a savings some people don't have an emergency fund if something were to happen god forbid your car breaks down next week do you have enough money that if they tell you it's the transmission and i need eight hundred dollars are you going to be able to pull eight hundred dollars without hurting without having to swipe a credit card do you have that do you have a savings account that god forbid if something happened and like like we had the COVID situation or, you know, I don't know if you guys, we ain't in winter right now, but sometimes like a storm happens and you got to leave your house. You got to go stay in a hotel or something like that. Do you have it to where you guys stay in a hotel for a couple of, 
um, weeks or so. I don't know if you guys know, but when you own a house, all kind of shenanigans happens. What if some pipes burst? Cause we had that scare where the pipes froze over the, this past winter. And if they didn't come back on and we had to get them prepared, we wouldn't have any running water and possibly would have had to drop all kind of money to get the pipes replaced. And of course we may have to stay somewhere and, and, you know, until it got fixed. So would we have been prepared for that? And so these are the type of things that I've been thinking about lately and like, okay, you really need to get this together because there's so many things that I want to do, but I want to make sure that I have the money to do it. And what I don't want to do is try to take on more uh, monthly bills. And uh, for example, my daughter just called and she's getting some uh, new furniture for her house. And she goes, well, I think I'm just going to put a down payment on some furniture and just pay the rest of it off. I'll pay half for it and then finance the other half. And I told her, I was like, but isn't it more important for you to keep the money that you make every month than to try to create new bills? If you have the money to just pay for the furniture, it's best to just pay it. And I've learned that a long time ago. So I don't, I don't rent nothing (laughs) no more. Okay. Unless it's like, it's a car and I'm out of town. I say that like I had to get a new refrigerator. I didn't buy the refrigerator until I was able to buy the refrigerator flat out because I did not want to have any monthly bills. I'm just not doing that. I'm not in that I'm not in that space. I am too old. I do not want to pay a single person again. And I want to eliminate all of the debt that I can. And again, just work from cash. But in order to do that, sometimes you need to have additional income. Your nine to five job sometimes is just not enough. And we need to learn more about investing and how to make our money work for itself. Uh, or make money for itself. And we just don't learn that we as in the black community, we as in young people sometimes, but it's Google works and not just for uh, how to quickly make the easiest lasagna. You get what I'm saying? Like we use Google and YouTube for the wrong things when we could be using it to educate ourselves, to get ourselves out of debt and to be more uh, financially free. So like I said, this wasn't going to be a long episode because I'm not an expert. I just wanted to encourage you all to face your finances and to look into it. Again, you can use the resource that I'm referring to. He just sent like a 40 page book on how you can get yourself out of debt. Most of it is um, from that Dave Ramsey concept, which is like start with your lowest bill uh, and pay it off. So if you say have a credit card that may be like, uh, $10,000 or $5,000. And that's your least, that's the least amount of uh, debt that you have or the least, the lowest debt, I should say. You pay that off. Well, that same amount of money that you were using to pay that off, you take that money and you pay something else off. But at the end of the day, you're recycling that same monthly amount that you were paying and you're paying these things off to at one, some point you won't have debt anymore. Now, you know where that's dif- difficult is difficult with our student loans. But I went ahead and got off my ass and I went ahead and submitted those applications for public service workers. If you're a teacher, uh, you need to look into all of those loan forgiveness programs to see that see if you qualify so that you can be paying those things off. And uh, so you can eliminate debt. His thing is, I don't care about credit. I want to be able to buy things flat out. And so he's in a situation where he's actually just, if he needs a new car, he buys the new car. If he's going on vacation, he's not using credit cards to do that. He's paying cash for these things and same thing with houses. So I probably won't be that (laughs) liquid no time soon. However, my goal is simple, which is to eliminate debt. And I don't have as much because I've been working on that part for a while, but my issue is investing. I don't know much about it, but I am planning to educate myself because I think that not only do we need to put ourselves in a position to be successful, we also got to set our kids up so that again, they are not 
uh, going into some of the same cycles that we've gone into, which is why uh, as a counselor, I know this sounds crazy, but I feel like if we've already lived a life and struggled, then why let our kids struggle or see it? So when kids are talking about going to college, I just told a young lady today she wants to go into Spelman and I can't front getting into college is not the same as it used to be. It's actually not that hard, Um, especially if you are already um, an honor student and you've been doing well academically, you'll probably get into Spelman. The problem is not uh, getting in. The problem is paying for it because a lot of times, regardless uh, of where you are in your ranking or your GPA, at the end of the day, being number one at a school that has uh, 200 seniors is not the same as being number one at a, as a school that had 3,000 seniors, if you understand what I'm saying. So all those things are taken into the consideration. And the fact that you may not get a scholarship is actually uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a real reality. So how are you going to pay for it? I am totally against loans. I'm also totally against going to college if you don't need to, because it will be in turn a waste of your money. I've learned that lesson. I don't think that you should have to spend uh, over $100,000 to get a job that's not going to pay you that. So it's important for us to weigh all the pros and cons and look at everything from a different mindset. And again, we shouldn't have to fake it till we make it. We shouldn't have to front for people as half of the time we're buying stuff that we don't even care about. Like, okay, we like it, but I would rather get a I'm not a purse girl. So again, I'm probably not the best person to ask, but I'll get a $20 purse just because I like it over getting a high uh, Louis or Gucci bag or something that I don't even like just to say, okay, I got Gucci. You know, people are getting these shades and all these other things just because of the name that's printed on it. And those things are ugly where I can get a $50 pair that looks just the same and I actually like them. So um, think for yourself, man. My favorite motto is great minds don't think alike, they think for themselves. And that is, you know, yes, you may have some of the same ideas as other people, but as long as it's your own and you are owning it, then it's perfectly fine. But copying is, uh, we're, we're a little too old for that. I think my audience, is a little too old for that. So guys, I'm not going to ramble and hold you because again, I don't really have many key points. I just want to point the mirror at you real quick and be like, have you taken a look at your finances yet? And if you haven't taken a look at your finances, take a look at your finances and see where you are, see where you want to be and go ahead and start the plan. It's never too late. And I promise you, I just started like a separate savings account or whatever. And when I looked at where I have, uh, where I am now in the last couple of uh, months or where we are, it's just like, oh shoot, you know, I could have been did this and would have been like on the cloud nine. So again, nowhere am I rich or have a lot of money. But what I can tell you is that uh, you can get there as long as you have a plan. So get your plan together, go do some research, get your finances in order. And that's my time guys till next week. Bye. Sky Beats.